definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, good uh, Wednesday morning, everybody, and welcome into the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score, 100.7 The Score.com. It is another gorgeous spring day here in February as we welcome you in. I've just uh, ditched the jacket. Just uh, don't don't need it. Just going to roll out. No shorts today. Though. No shorts, though. Yeah, it's yeah, sure. Yeah, shorts, shorts, you, that was a laundry issue. I must, <laughs> I must uh, admit. Uh, uh, Hacks, Collier, and Lucas edition taking you all the way up until noon. As we've got, uh, oh, I'm sorry, 11:30. I forgot. Yeah. Um, Texas Tech baseball will be on the air. Boy, they played extremely well yesterday. Really solid baseball. Blasting UCA, 13-1 was the final, right? Yep. Um, I got so. I was thinking about this. Um, usually I'm pretty good about giving other scores. If the Lady Raiders are playing in our broadcast uh, for the for the basketball games, uh, we'll, we'll give a score updates. If baseball, softball, whatever's playing, uh, we'll give updates. And um, during the uh, volleyball and soccer kind of crossover, we'll give, we'll give scores. And I was so hooked up into that game and so invested that I, got, I was driving home as a – I didn't give that baseball score one time. That's on me. <laughs> um, but today, exciting. I, I'm, I'm now invigorated all over again uh, because Texas Tech takes on seventh-ranked Oregon State at noon, and it's going to be on both double T, 97.3 and 100.7 the score. I know Jamie was already over towards the stadium, Globe Life, where they've uh, kind of made a second home. Right. Uh, I was thinking about that, too, that those boys have been gone a long time, putting in really good work. Gavin Cash, two-run home run yesterday. Uh, good starting pitching from uh, Trombello. And, um, good pitching all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm so excited about because Kendall Rogers knows his baseball from D1Baseball.com, and he said he was most impressed by the amount of arms that were run out um, for Texas Tech, and, and I thought that was my, kind of my really only question mark because I think the the one through nine, whoever gets put out there is going to be able to really play and really rake. And coming up tonight, Lady Raider basketball against Texas on 107.7 Yes FM. That starts at 6.30. Exciting times, obviously, with the basketball last night. One of the more thrilling, fun games that I've ever called, period. Um, crowd was amazing. Sometimes it's hard to judge that. Um, but one way that I can judge it, David, you know, we all have to kind of um, do our own things when it comes to broadcasting. Uh, I know you, you're you a, a master with having the IFB in, having talk back, uh, but we all find our ways to get through these broadcasts with uh, things that make it tough. And when I know it's tough as far as crowd noise, we have um, on our on our broadcast machine, the Comrex, we have a local in return. So the return is what's coming from Jeff City, mm-hmm. um, what's being played down the line. And so you take your cues off that. 
you know, when the music starts, mm-hmm. you wait a little bit and then you start talking. Um, local is what you're producing from your side. And in order sometimes to be able to form a sentence, you have, to, and I, li- I like to do the one cup off the right ear. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't do that at United Supermarkets Arena and a lot of these arenas because it's just too loud. So both cups on right there and then turn your local volume way down so it's not as blasting. Mm -hmm. So you just have to kind of trust that the sound that you're putting out is going well. And uh, with our equipment, which is really good, it's going to sound really good. You just have to trust it. I had my volume way down yesterday to try and keep those sentences going. That's one way that I know that it's really loud. But um, just um, it's just a massive game for a lot of reasons. You lost four straight times to them. You were on the verge of being swept two straight years by them. It's not as bad as you think if you go back 10 games. Okay, Now if you go back 11 games, you've won six. But you're on the verge of losing five straight, being swept two straight years falling behind them in the standings Mm -hmm. losing another game at home which would have been in my opinion completely understandable with what I mean I, I am I'm almost speechless when I think about the fact that you've had Kyron Lindsay Yesterday, when he stepped on the floor, had played a total of 30, 31, right? Close to yeah. 31 mm-hmm. minutes. And now is an integral part, a must-have part of a game in the Big 12, again, with a you know, top 25 uh, ilk team. And... um You'd get it done. I'm just kind of blown away by the whole situation. And you don't you don't win that game without some of the stuff that he does. Oh he has a couple God. of blocks, and, rebounds, and one. Yeah, now, he didn't make the free throw, but yeah, down there it would. I think he made it a two point game. Part of that eight yeah, zero run. Yes, drove drove left. I, I mean, I know. I went back and uh, on the play by play afterwards, and um, saw that bucket that was very late. Um, because it all kinds of, kind of runs together, um, but geez, what a night, dude! Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just floored, floored. I mean, I I go back again to that conversation that I had with Fran Fischilla, and I said, yeah, we're going to get more than eight, and I really felt that way. But there's always that opportunity that opportunity <coughs> opportunity where you lose Warren Washington to the flu and a and a foot and. Um, you don't have a you know just this complete roster that you're uh, hoping to have, and they have fought through every ounce of it. And my gosh, the schedule sets up again. We compared OU schedule to mm-hmm. to Texas Tech schedule down the stretch. It's you can't compare how how difficult OU schedule is to how in this league at least manageable. Yeah, manageable is the best word there. Yeah. Texas Tech is. It's 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 quite remarkable. Yeah, and like you said, another day of rest for your big who 
I think that's what's most impressive to me. And Fran even mentioned it at one point. He was like, it's getting quiet quiet in here right now. And it was around that time because they, they jumped with like a 14-7 to seven run to start the second half, you know. Yeah. And you're just playing catch-up that entire time. You're down seven. You hit, they hit. You yeah. hit, they hit. You you don't hit, they hit, you know. But when it got to that 10, it got a little quiet, of course, and there was a quick 8-0 run and – Quiet was yeah, not a problem I, anymore. <laughs> I want to thank my son who was there with me, and he he's into analytics already, and it's he goes to that ESPN page while I'm in the postgame show and brings it up, and with seven minutes left, you're a 94.9% chance loser. Yep. I mean, some of the stuff in Vegas, I mean, you would just – you would uh, – I would have loved you to see what the live, the live betting was for yeah, a comeback. Yeah, 94.9% <laughs> chance to lose at home. That's how far you were behind. And that's about the fourth or fifth time that they've done that. Amazing. I mean, just remarkable. Uh, we got some treats for you coming up. I'll explain what those treats are when we come back with headlines and more next. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. What you need to know on this Wednesday is we've got Texas Tech baseball coming up at 11.30 against Oregon State, the Beavers. And that'll be on both Double T 97.3 and 100.7 the score. Red Raider basketball wins last night 82-81. So move to 8-5 and five in conference play. Other Big 12 winners, the West Virginia Mountaineers. Lucas, I got to give you credit. We uh, were doing Viva Las Vegas yesterday. I uh, looked over at David, kind of puzzled that the Knights were two and a half point favorites. I know how the seasons have gone. I know West Virginia's not any good. As a matter of fact, we all, I think, had them in the basement of our mm-hmm. tiers of 12 and the look that you gave when I said that line was of, that's crazy. <laughs> and I, I thought it was crazy. And West Virginia wins by 10. I think UCF <laughs> put up 36 three-pointers. They lose. Baylor goes on the road to BYU. They lose. And so tonight, the only game I think – it's an exciting one. It is a big one. Oh, man. The Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Cincinnati Bearcats. Set out some time for that one. Six o'clock. Your evening is set right Yeah, there. I would say I'd be there, but I, I'm sure we got something going on. You know, Perry's got to get thrown out of another basketball game. Laundry. Uh, you have uh, Illinois and Penn State. Florida and Alabama. That's a top 25 matchup. Uh, Kentucky and LSU. Kentucky's ranked seventeenth, uh, having an okay year. Colorado State's been in that top twenty-five pretty much since week three. They're still there. They're playing at the uh, pit. That's one of the. That's probably one of the better games of the night because New Mexico's twenty and six. Colorado State is also twenty and six. So at nine o'clock on CBS Sports, we have that. And then uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State at the hump there in uh, Stark, Vegas. That is an 8 o'clock tip. So quite a bit of good Wednesday basketball coming up tonight. I got actually have a buddy going to that game. 
It's like, yeah, I'm going to just drive over to the pit and watch Colorado State and New Mexico. He's like, you ever been to the pit? And I was like, yeah. I was like, it's cool. It's a it's cool atmosphere. It's very built up, high, a lot of bleacher seats. you got to walk way down. I mean, it's not an easy. Yeah, you uh, walk in at the very top. Yeah. It's It's got some Lloyd Noble principles there because Lloyd Noble's dug out of the ground. Yeah, it's down in a hole. It's down in a hole. New Mexico but, is seven point favorites too. Who is New Mexico? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They're good. Um, that's coming up tonight from the ABQ, and uh, um, yeah, the pits. The pits. Um, fascinating because the. The history, I think, number one with uh, with the NCAA tournament run for the uh, NC State Wolfpack. That's where they ended up winning the championship. And Jim Valvano running around looking for someone to hug. It was an um, all-time basketball moment. That happened right there in Albuquerque. Um, Creighton just destroyed UConn. 85-66. Blue Jays ranked 15th. Taking on number one UConn last night, 85-66 again. Uh, Creighton went into its game with UConn, having lost all of its previous meetings with number one ranked teams, never coming closer than 10 points. That is over. I told you about this with that atmosphere they have in Omaha. So watch out for the Creighton Blue Jays. And uh, they they came through. UConn's now 24-3 and 14-2. and as uh, the Blue Jays just get it done big time. Um, let's see. Today's Wednesday, right? It is. All right. I won't worry about golf till tomorrow. Um, I think that's all the headlines. Did miss this one. It got covered up by what was turned out to be a much more important thing, a win. But we complained about it the last couple of days, what the Big 12 couldn't do. The Associated Press did do, naming Darian Williams National Player <laughs> of the Week after his performance last week against the Kansas Jayhawks. So, Some people have brains. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score. We're going to take you to 1130 and hand it off to the pregame show with the boys, Jamie Lent and Mike Gustafson. I'm sure they're ready to get home, but one more big Big thing to do today with the seventh-ranked Oregon State Beavers. So one of the things that happened last night on the radio, Chris Level at uh, seven minutes and 30 seconds-ish is um, coming out of a break, and he's reading all these stats. The stat sheet is not something to read if you want to know the result of the game because if you just go stat sheet – uh, TCU wins by 10 or more. The rebounds, the there's just so many. I went through and there's just so many um, categories where they won, they won, they won, they won. And he's going through all these, and I was like, I said pretty much this exact same thing. Level, give me some sunshine. <laughs> give me something to be excited about because at this point, it's no good. Well, he started singing, You Are My Sunshine. And so I wrote down 
on my sheet. I said, all right, this is where it turns. 7.24 left in the ball game. Chris Level sings You Are My Sunshine. And that's when this thing is going to turn around. Now, the next trip down, TCU got a basket to make it a 10-point lead. But from that moment on, pretty much all Red Raiders. Mm -hmm. So people have been requesting that a lot. So last night I went to the archives and clipped out a couple of times where Chris Lovell um, uses his singing voice to create magic for Texas Tech basketball. So we'll play that back at 10 o'clock. Crazy things happen on the radio. Yeah. And I mean, Jamie and I have a stuffed possum in uh, <laughs> J-Bob's old office. You know, he's moved out of there down to the new um, facility. So we have a possum head that has its own encasing. And we bring that out if you need a rally every now and then. You remember the rally wasp mm-hmm. that stung me my first year up at K-State. Um, from the moment I got stung, we went on a rally and beat K-State in basketball. Um, so crazy things happen on the radio. I mean, T-shirts happen. True. Still got those, by the I way. I still have them. And <laughs> we. I just need to bring them. Have a giveaway day or well, a like sale day? I don't or? know what the what the plan is for for home opener. You know, I've. I don't think I've ever been here during baseball season, but if they're doing some kind of live remote, just set them on the table. People well, take them. They'll last about 10 seconds. I know. No, there's so many mediums in there too, but I have them. I can bring them tomorrow. People want to come pick them up. Well, and Friday is the home opener yeah. with Texas Southern. A three-game set there. Once I get back from Orlando, I get to do that baseball call on Sunday, and that'll be a lot of fun. Try to shift some gears around from uh, basketball and uh, go into some baseball. That is coming up this weekend, and all of it can be heard on Double T 97.3. As for tonight, Lady Raider basketball, 630 on 107.7 Yes FM. And don't forget about the high school fan zone with all the playoff games going on. That'll be a good catch up there on 100.7 The Score. We are your uh, hump day edition of the end of the bench. Getting you through your week. And when we come back, we will check the calendar along with my first check of the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line. A busy time, but a fun time. Gotta love the overlap. Especially in two hours, you'll have pregame for baseball. And then lunchtime baseball coming up with a top 10 team. In Oregon State, and the Red Raiders played great yesterday against UTA. More coming up on 100.7 The School. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Back here for hour number two on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. Hacks Collier and Lucas edition of the program. Appreciate all the feedback on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll take that all the way up until 11.30. Going to get done a little early today because of Texas Tech baseball. But it's coming up at 11.30 for the pregame show. 12 o'clock first pitch 
live from Globe Life. I know they found a, a stream yesterday, but uh, don't yeah. don't think that's going to be available today. This there is, is zero options. Today. This is radio baseball, baby. Both double T ninety seven three and one hundred point seven. The score. Looking forward to it, and uh, again, Oregon State ranked seventh. The Red Raiders ranked nineteen. Yeah, nineteen D one baseball. Because hoops is twenty three. Yep, nineteen against seven, which is kind of funny. You know, I'm all for other than the TV side of it. Uh, kind of need highlights for the uh, top twenty five matchup. It's amazing that we can have so many baseball games broadcast against Gardner Webb and whatnot, and I know that's a home, but the people at Globe Life Field can't roll on their uh, Jumbotron and stream that somewhere, you know. I get it. They want people in the stands. But how many people are genuinely going to be in the stands on a Wednesday afternoon in Arlington at Globe Life Field unless you're a Red Raider or an Oregon State parent slash fan? Not many. I think you pretty much got it covered right there. All right, so yesterday things were going badly for the Red Raiders. Not good at all. Texas Tech was down by eight points, and we came out of a timeout, and Level usually reads, you know, one of our readers, and then he goes right into the numbers, and then I'll take care of some social media duties, and then we'll get back to play. So he gets going. And it's TCU this, TCU that, all these numbers in favor of the Horned Frogs. And I mean, a lot, a lot. So I just kind of, well, I'll just, I think I tell the story here. Uh, That Let's get the the first one that I sent to you, Lucas, um, that's got some play-by-play in it. And then we'll get to the uh, one in the post game. This is uh, myself and Chris Lovell trying to turn the tide last night. As you have uh, two of Can you t- find me some sunshine over there? Well, anywhere? I, yeah, I'm just trying to no, paint know. the picture. Paint it's the just picture. been a. It's just, again, this is just a tough matchup for the Red Raiders. Absolutely, it just is. But uh, the, the the best news is is Darian Williams at the free throw line, and there's 7:25 left. So, got a ways to go here. Crowd hushes for Darian as he spins the ball to his right shooting hand up and in. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy. That's the turning point right when there. When skies are gray. Okay, is that, is that what you're wanting? You did that at 724. <laughs> everything right. everything turned from that moment. Okay. Second one is up for Williams. Front rim and in. Yes, sir. Hello to Ginger listening in India. Marsha and Childress, hold on. So we try to get a rally started. Please don't take my sunshine away. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I had to tell him to hush because he kept singing. So we have that. And then I told him after he went and interviewed Grant McCaslin that he was getting a lot of love on Twitter for his singing. And so he graced us with this rendition. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. I'll tell you what, you know this man's happy if he's doing that. <laughs> this is awesome. All right, let's take one time out, and then I'm going to come back and pitch it to him, and we're okay. going to hear from Grant McCaslin. Giddy up. We'll have a few more highlights as well. Texas right. Tech wins 82-81. to 81. 
More coming up on the Tech Sports Network from Learfield. There you go. Audio courtesy of Learfield and Double T 97.3. Just having some fun. Uh, I love his laugh there because you can kind of tell the joy of what just happened and how, again, unlikely, unlikely it was. I mean, at that moment where he starts singing, you're a 94.9% chance to lose. Yeah, I think that's the the crazy part about the whole thing. You called it. You called that. You got the score right earlier in the day, and neither one of them seemed like that was completely possible with, like you said, 7-24 or whatever left in that basketball game. And I'm going to call level sun. I might change it in my phone. I'm just going to call him sunshine, sunshine from now on. Sunshine, sunshine. Great stuff there from uh, one Chris Level. Where do you think Texas Tech finishes when the dust settles now in the league? I think you would be happy with the uh, well. You're in. You're in fourth right now with Baylor losing. You're in a well. No, you're in a tie for three-way tie for third. Is that what that is? So I think technically, I think you're the four seed. If they were to end, dude, that's double by. Yeah, I think I would go with four. I'm gonna go ahead and temper it a little bit, and let's just go with five. How about that? Five would be a. I would be happy with five. If you're top five in the, which is funny, you're top five right now, in the best conference period. And somehow you're just a six seed in the uh, NCAA tournament, according to Joe Lenardi. But that's okay. I'd much rather be a six than an eight or a nine, which probably would have been the case had you lost last night. At least the way his projections are going, right? Well, I'm trying to think about, you know, your ranking at 23. A six seed is what? Top 24? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like right where you're at. Yeah. No, I'm fine with a six seed. I, I'm just, I just saying like. For some, for, well, I know for what reason. The computers haven't loved you because your teams that you thought were going to maybe help you make your schedule look good. Have been atrocious. Have been atrocious to very much mid. And that has not helped and um I'll tell you what you've played through man I just can't believe you're this is a 20 plus win team it's just awesome and then um you know a chance to get to 12 13 conference wins I mean it's just remarkable dude so excited Lady Raider basketball coming up tonight 6.30. Uh, that'll be uh, hopefully long after the baseball is done. Mark Finkner and Chuck Hines will have the call coming up on 107.7 Yes FM. 7 p.m. the ball in the air down there. Texas, I think, is ranked fifth. Yeah, that's going to be last time you play them. Baylor honoring Griner. Hey, let's roll on down to Austin. Tough stretch. Six straight loss seems like it's uh, imminent, unfortunately.
Yes, it does. Um, Level reminds everybody on Twitter that uh, went on a 12-2 run after his singings. <laughs> Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Just came across an, an interesting factoid here. Uh, as we uh, roll towards burning questions, Matt Rule is 0-14 against top 25 teams. Did you see this as a Power 5 head coach? So, not counting Temple. Wow, I did not know that. I did see the story where he said he wasn't going to play Power 5 teams. That might be the reason why. Starting in 2017, losses to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, TCU, Oklahoma, Texas, West Virginia, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Georgia, Colorado, Michigan, Iowa. So the Sooners gave him fits. That was one, two, three, four out of the 14 were losses to OU. OU during that time was ranked third, sixth, tenth, sixth. But like Colorado, 22nd, West Virginia, 23rd, Iowa State, 23rd. Games that you would expect him out of 14 tries to pick up one, one or two. Yeah, yeah. That That's the context I needed to the tweet that I saw yesterday where he made reference to not planning on scheduling Power 5 teams in the non-con moving forward. What a weird story Nebraska football is. I know, and it's a scary story for – people associated with schools deciding they wanted to go to different conferences. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I don't know. Does for me, if I was telling that story, I would say if I'm looking for a bottom line on it, that this is what happens when you sever ties with the state of Texas. Yeah. And that that's why I don't think it's going to be a repeat with Oklahoma because they're, going to the conference where the majority of the athletes are and they still are associated with the state of Texas and they probably would have been to some extent anyway being a bordering state but yeah if Nebraska tell anybody from Nebraska tells you they would do it the same way if they had the chance they're lying through their teeth because nobody wants to play up there if they're not coming home to play in front of their family down here well, the old Longhorn Network will have a, a big chapter in all this um, in the 30 for 30 that's done in 10 years, 15 years. Um, you know, uh, you look back at the records of Solich and Pelini, uh, Nebraska fans would kill for that production mm-hmm. right now. Um, but I just, you know, again, you take that pipeline – that uh, they used so well. You know, it's the Midwestern farm boy offensive linemen, skill players from the state of Texas. Uh, that combination worked pretty well for Tom Osborne and to a certain extent Frank Solich and um, Bo Pelini. And then cut it off and then go to a place where it still doesn't look right to me. That red end just doesn't look like it belongs in the Big Ten to me. 
It doesn't. Now, their their bank account probably says differently, but if you're going to ask a Nebraska fan, how you happy about that bank account? I mean, what is that doing for you? What are the crowds like there? Are they still the same? They're that's still what, the same. Yeah. And that's probably why it hasn't uh, been as much of a problem, right? They're still just so kind of hopeful for <laughs> no reason. Stuck in the early 90s, 80s, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, ben Golan has this stat. Red Raiders since 2010 with 11 made free throws, six rebounds, four assists, and two steals in a game. Terrence Shannon did it in 2020, and Pop Isaacs did it last night. From the chat line here, and I'm surprised somebody hasn't done this, but this would probably cause cause one of those commerce incarnate word brawls. Somebody needs to put a not playing very much bench player out on the court to just flat out run over Dixon. Here's what you do. You clear out, you run down the sideline, you find him and clip him. He seems like he might get mad enough to run out there. What a weirdo. Hip check. I'm glad he's not my coach. Let's go with the uh, burning questions. Two minutes of nonstop in-your-face inquiries with no end in sight. It's time now for Burning Questions. <laughs> what? A bullfighter on the chat line. I just realized what he was referencing. He's a Husker fan. Yeah. How do you uh, take that coffee I see every day? Black. Okay. Every time. Unless I'm later in the day and I need a little sugar boost, I might put some cream and sugar in there, but 95% of the time, black Start bench cut, mozzarella sticks, fried pickles, and cheese fries. Ooh, man. I love each and every one of those. Me too. Uh, You know what? I'm going to start cheese fries. I'm going to bench fried pickles, and I'm cutting mozzarella sticks. Lucas, you get in on this. I've got a reasoning. Starting mozzarella sticks. Benching cheese fries and cutting fried pickles. I love fried pickles. I have two options with cheese there. So I'm I love French fries. Get rid of the cheese stick. I already have I already have cheese all over my fries. I'm good. If you think back on your TV career, what's the thing that was most watched live? <clears throat> In your opinion. Mm. Like like when I was on TV? Yeah, you're on TV, and it was the thing that that you think the most people had uh, their eyes on. I would probably go with, this is an easy one, but thankfully it was on ABC, the win over Texas in 08. Because I've told this story a million times, Crabtree scores in the North east end zone i'm standing on our live truck which is now where a big huge south end zone is if you know where those dumpsters dumpsters were located on the south east side of jones stadium we set our live truck up there i would stand on top of the live truck so i watched everything from there uh we decided last second let's go out and amongst the people in the little walk area there and i just got completely surrounded but that was right after the game ended so it went, everybody Final. run on the thing, 
talk to coach, whatnot. All right, let's send it to your local and then live shot there with all of these students around me trying to call highlights. So I'd probably go that one. I mean, huge win. Yeah, it, they would be that because I, I would imagine stuff from Minnesota and the Final Four were heavily watched as well. But that one probably takes the cake, I would imagine. Don't forget your uh, your updates. 60, well, well, if we're doing that, then it would be just updates from Jones Stadium, any of those, because, yeah, yeah 60,000 people are watching everything. That guy me. sucks! Yes, your buddy. Ah, he's terrible! Geyer, you suck! Yep. I'm not going to argue with him. They keep asking me back, though. And then you left, and I was like, man, I miss David. Yeah, that was very was awkward, those on, those days. <laughs> Saturdays, getting text messages from, like, 15 people at one time. At least I was missed. Oh, yeah. And that if only guy, briefly. He's crazy. Uh, those farm boys are now going to K-State. Mm-hmm. Save that Collier sucks clip. <laughs> That's... Thanks, LFA. <laughs> and after I made a new video for you last uh, night, too, and you're going to you're gonna egg it on. You made one for LFA? Well, he was talking about – he was making fun of TCU on uh, the old Twitter – last night and I did say well they did play for a national championship and he said they still hadn't recovered so I used my video of him dressed up as a wizard and put uh, I put a spell on you underneath it just repurposed the same video of El Jefe over and over again I have him and Pop pointing at each other in another one so Um, y'all better watch it from Bullfighter (laughs) Short and sweet and to the point. Um, Coach Dixon must be dyeing his hair on the sides of his head. I seem to remember those areas being more gray in years past. I understand dyeing one's hair, but only the sides is the skunk look in these days. Maybe for him, it is a weird setup. That uh, blowback. More coming up. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. All right, it's time for Ask the Bench Warmers. Again, we've got 15 more minutes here on the End of the Bench before Jamie Lent and Mike Gustafson take over. we got some afternoon baseball. Texas Tech wrapping up their trip to Arlington at Globe Life Field, taking on number seven, Oregon State. Comes your way. At 11.30 here on 100.7 The Score, as well as Double T 97.3. And when you win, people got questions for you. I'm right? sorry. Up and down the hall. Oh, no, you're you're popular whenever there's a win, man. I know. When it's lost, it's like, move on. <laughs> uh, okay. Ask the bench warmers right now. I'm sure Collier already said that. <laughs> uh, does Jamie Dixon have the most punchable face of all of the current Big 12 basketball coaches from Big Huey... Going through everything here. Kelvin Sampson's squinty eyes. Too old. Yeah. Jamie Dixon's pretty old, too. Yeah. I don't think... I I would be more comfortable punching his face 
because I don't want, I don't know what want to know what would happen to me if I punched Otzelberger in the face. Otzelberger's number one. I'm yeah, telling you. Well, he's well, yeah, because some of the faces he makes, it just it bugs me. But also, you know why? Smedium. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. So how I don't know does how he big get he is in that shirt. I'm just afraid he might punch back. He's he's pretty jacked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's no, easier I, to punch Jamie Dixon no, in the face. No, this was punchable face. You get to hit. Well, but how quickly does he punch back? They don't. <laughs> they just take it. Bench warmer, should men be banned from wearing jerseys at sports events? <clears throat> I wear all of my Ranger Tech jerseys for bowling league. Just wanted to know y'all's take on jerseys. More hacks and Lucas's take. Just kidding, DC. No, nope, I'm out. Like the television? Yeah, in and out. I must be hitting the cord. that thing. Is that you? I don't know. I just leaned back. Call your sucks! <laughs> I'm going to answer it first. No, you should not. I own jerseys. I don't wear jerseys. I think if uh, I've heard this one before, if you are younger than the people that are on the jersey, you shouldn't, or you are older than them, you should not wear that jersey. I'm not wearing a Josh Young jersey. I'm not wearing... Most people that play sports now, obviously. I wouldn't even wear a Tom Brady jersey. Um, I think you should absolutely wear your jersey if you have it. And you're a middle-aged man that's paid for the ticket, that's uh, worshipped the team, been through thick and thin. If you want to put a jersey on, you put a jersey on. I'm not going to make fun of you. No problem with it. I'm not going to make fun of anybody that does it, but I'm not doing it. Well, I mean, I didn't say I would do it either, but I think yeah. somebody else should. It's kind of like guns. I mean, I don't have any guns, but yeah. I want you to have your guns if you want guns. So I don't have any jerseys to wear to the game either. Yeah. I'm going to go probably looking like this, but if you want to wear it, heck yeah, man. Go tailgate, party, have fun. Yes. If wear the, your jerseys. I shouldn't have said it that way. I'm not going to do it. I don't care. Yeah, like you said, if you do it, you do you to steal the uh, Jamie Lent line. Lucas, since you were asked. I'm a fan of the vintage style jerseys. Like if you've got a Supersonics jersey or like a really old player, go for it. Old um, Grizzlies, I love those. Yeah. Um, the big countries. Mm-hmm. I have a Malik Willis jersey, but that's different because I went to Liberty with, and he went to Liberty too, so I have one of those uh I won a free Herbert jersey, so I have that, but I don't have many other jerseys. But I like the vintage look because it kind of the eye appeal is a lot more clean than the new ones. But if you got a jersey and you want to wear it, by all means, wear it. Have fun. This will show you my worship of a certain athlete. I have I have three jerseys in my house. Orange. Barry, white, Barry, and then an old, old ORU one. Yeah, That's I was, was going to guess all Barry. Pretty much all Barry. Barry Sanders, yes. Hey, Hacks, great call last night. Just tuning in. Tell Level he needs to stick to his day job. My apologies if you have discussed this, but is Warren leaning towards playing Saturday or waiting until Texas? Uh, I have no idea. He's been going through some drills. I saw him hammering away on the uh, – the warm-up bike in uh, shoot-around yesterday. That boot will get him in, in a good place and increase the healing. Uh, 
I th- I think he'll play Saturday. Just a total total guess. Yeah. But he's got to be out close to 100%. They're not going to risk it. Because now, again, that's another thing winning that game does is buy you some time. Yeah. It allows you to, uh, again, but you don't want to go there and lose. That's another issue. But you feel a lot better. If you, uh, you know, you feel a lot better sitting him after seeing what Lindsey did yeah. and getting that win. Uh, Hacks, look at the louder than life lineup. I learned during the break that that is a concert in Kentucky. After Joe hit his first three and turned around looking, taunting the TCU bench, I saw the official next dead ball talking to Joe like, hey, dude, don't do that. Joe's a smart kid. The warning worked. I appreciate that, Lindell Jeff. He did turn around and have something to say. Um, There seemed to be a lot of discussion between the refs and the players, specifically Pop and Darian. Combos seem to be started by each at different times. He's no longer in the Big 12, but I still have Chris Beard at number one as far as the punchable face. I remember in 2017 as a student, I almost got tossed from a Tech TCU game at the USA. I heckled the poor coach so bad. Jamie, in an annoying voice, did not um, please him. Yeah. Uh, did you ever reference the two-stepping on the air? I did not re- reference the two-stepping on the air. Okay, go ahead. Um, I don't. Even, I'm gonna pull it up. I don't want to misquote anybody here. It's so far down there, though. I'll give you Sneed's jersey rules. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I don't wear anyone younger than me. Yep. I don't wear anyone currently playing. I agree with both of those. I got so much joy out of um, a subway subway ride in uh, in New York City, going to New uh, Yankee Stadium, and seeing all the mantle jerseys. Yeah. I just I like jerseys. I just don't like wearing them. What a deal. Man, you can be gone that long and have that kind of imprint and Yeah, be right. My, my oaky brethren and that's one of the reasons I got a daughter named Mickey. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I just I didn't do seven. <whistles> From Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Uh, George wanted to name his first child seven. seven. I do remember that, yeah. Um, <laughs> Shelly asked if I knew how to two-step, and it would it could be a uh, tiny will punishment on-air dancing lessons. Yeah, I said that I responded, I think, five, six years. That's probably being very generous. It's probably been closer to ten years since the last time I two-stepped. I need refresher courses. I need to get out there and because it's – look at me. I'm not a dancer. I've Colin, never been a look at me. I've never been a dancer. So look at me, man. And then somebody I can't remember who it was followed up with, "Come on, DC. It's like riding a bike. Once you have it down, you never forget." I didn't say I wouldn't remember how to do it, but I would have to get out there and physically do it. You know, all it takes is uh, chances are, and five shots, and you're. I'm not. I'm never dancing. You'll be spinning and dipping and no. 
no. whirling girls around a dance floor. You go to chances are to people watch if you even go. That's why I've been there. There's no dancing involved there. Totally agree. Yeah, not not happening. I have an old Roy Williams Cowboys jersey, and I still wear the thing. Which one? Because there's only one real Roy Williams Cowboys jersey. <clears throat> right? And it ain't the Longhorn. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would take yours over that one. I'd... Yeah. I have one of those as well. What if it's a Schmedium jersey from Clint (laughs) who just walked by with his lunch? I think Clint should have to wear a Schmedium friendship jersey until basketball (laughs) season starts next year. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.